calling all gluttons for punishment. Elon Musk tweeting that he's actively searching for a new Twitter CEO, a position that he's repeatedly said was virtually unfillable. The star search is of great concern to Tesla shareholders, of course, alarmed by the stock's stunning fall from grace, down 8% Tuesday and 60% year-to-date, thanks in part to Twitter-related risk. Can Musk truly find a replacement with apologies to new kids on the block here? The right stuff. Paula Monica joins us now, who always has the right stuff. The danger is the next CEO gets the uh, stuffing knocked out of them. Who might it be, Paul? I, I can't believe you just went new kids on the block. My uh, teenage self from the uh, late 80s is cringing right now, as well as my that. nearly 50-year-old self. But anyway, <laughs> Elon Musk, he wants to stop running Twitter, but he seems to not be, con you know, not be certain that he can find someone that can do the job. As he tweeted yesterday, I will resign as CEO as soon as I find someone foolish enough to take the job. After that, I will just run the software and servers teams. One, not really a great job posting. Hey, come take this thankless, stupid job where you'll have to report to me, the most preeminent micromanager on the planet. And if he's running the software and servers teams, what's left for the CEO to do? The advertising business that Musk is trying to de-emphasize as they go more with subscriptions and Twitter Blue? I, I don't understand what Musk is trying to do at Twitter. Tesla investors still seem concerned. The stock is up a little bit in pre-market trading, Julia, but not that much considering the 8% decline you mentioned yesterday and the gigantic 60% drop this year. I think a lot of people would love to see more confidence from Musk that he's going to just resume running Tesla and SpaceX and everything else he's doing and maybe just stop with this Twitter folly. Yeah, and that he can find someone competent to, to turn this around because that is a point that he's emphasized um, on a number of occasions. It's going to take someone with great confidence. Step forward, Snoop Dogg. Because he did put a Twitter poll out himself, suggesting that he was ready to take the helm. And unlike Elon Musk, it was a big fat yes in response. And it wasn't an insignificant number of people. Yes, over three million, I believe, voted in the uh, Snoop poll and an overwhelming majority, 81%. You know, I would love to see the name Calvin Brodus Jr. on uh, you know, a C-suite office and what uh, Snoop would do at Twitter. Hey, I mean, it, it can't be any stranger than what Musk is doing. Obviously, Snoop Dogg is joking. He has a thriving music career that I think he wants to focus on. But there are other people that, you know, uh, Wall Street's been speculating about in Silicon Valley. Could Sheryl Sandberg, now that she's no longer at Meta, be someone that could come in and inspire confidence? You've got David Sachs, a member of the so-called PayPal mafia with Elon Musk. He might be someone that uh, you know could step in as well. So I think there are definitely intriguing candidates. But again, it's who would want the job that Elon Musk seems to be denigrating at every possible turn. And then again, you have to report to Musk, which look at Tesla and the revolving door uh, of executives that have left there. It kind of suggests that Elon may not be the easiest boss to work for, especially if he wants you sleeping at the office and putting in 25 eight days, which, you know, obviously don't exist.
Yes, perhaps both rewarding at times and also exhausting. Um, in all seriousness, we do have some fun with this story, and I know it's not fun for some of the um, shareholders involved. Uh, um, I'll make that clear. But a um, friend of the show, Roger McNamee, and of course of Facebook fame, was a mentor to Mark Zuckerberg, um, wrote an op-ed or an opinion piece in Time magazine, and it, 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 it sort of resonated with me. And he wrote that we're, as media, making exactly the same mistakes that we made with, with Donald Trump as with Elon Musk now, in that we're providing a platform, we're raising attention, we're talking about it constantly, we're sort of playing the game. And, and here's a point actually, again, that Elon Musk himself is making, that engaging now is at engagement on Twitter is at records, that the level of volume of um, tweets back and forth and flying around are at, at record highs. Paul, do you think Roger has a point? I think Roger does have a point. What's interesting, though, is you do have to wonder how much this does really benefit Musk and uh, Twitter, other than maybe Elon's uh, inflated ego, because let's be honest, he keeps talking about Twitter being a terrible company and, you know, financially and that there's bankruptcy risk and no one would want the CEO job. So I'm not so sure that all of our focus in the media on Twitter is helping Twitter financially. But I think Roger McNamee makes a great point that, yes, in the same manner that maybe the media made mistakes by going all in on the former president as soon as he descended on that escalator uh, to run for president and then actually win the election in 2016, it's possible that we're paying too much attention to Elon Musk. That being said, in our defense, Elon Musk runs several well-known companies, and he is the second richest person on the planet. You can't exactly ignore him, especially for financial media. Yeah, and he's proved he's got great brilliance in certain spheres um, as an innovator and a visionary. So um, fingers crossed he turns this around for all of those that, that do use this platform and find value in it. Paul? Great to touch you. So here to discuss is CNN's chief business correspondent and early start anchor, Christine Romans. Mm. What? I mean, every day. You couldn't pay me enough. That may be the truest thing that he said recently yeah. is if anyone is foolish enough, you could not pay me enough he, right now. Because he owns it. It's not a public company anymore. It's his personal company, Twitter is, and he has to find somebody who's going to run it, who's going to run it and essentially work for him, right? And you've seen his erratic behavior, his decisions and then reversals of his decisions, and honestly just riffing about what this company does and what he wants to do with this company. This has been a nightmare for Tesla shareholders. He is the CEO of Tesla, and Tesla is a public company that has the <clears throat> real investors, mom and pop investors are invested in Tesla. That stock is down 30, almost 40% since wow. he took over at Twitter, and it's down more than 60, 66% this year. One analyst, Dan Ives, calls this a painful nightmare situation for Tesla shareholders, and he says that Musk is using Tesla as his personal ATM to sell Tesla shares so that he can raise money to fund what's happening at Twitter. So you've got Twitter, which is a rather, a rather small platform, private company, that is getting all of this attention from Elon Musk. When you have a big public company making electric cars that investors have exposure to, that he is the CEO of. So it's a very fascinating situation here. There are big shareholders in Tesla who want Elon Musk to stay focused on Tesla, let go of Twitter here. The numbers are crazy. 
Tesla stock has lost $565 yeah. billion dollars in market value yeah. since it peaked at more than a trillion in late 2021, a year yeah. ago. I know, it's amazing. And now look, there's been a, a run on these tech stocks, right? I mean, tech stocks are down worse than the overall market. The S&P is down 20%, tech stocks are down worse. So there's there's also this high interest rate environment and tech stocks have been overvalued. And so, there, so there are a couple of things going on there, but Tesla is doing worse than some of these other uh, other tech companies. And there's a and it is a time when Tesla shareholders, many of them think, that Elon Musk has got to stop the distraction with Twitter and get focused back again on what his, his core his core companies are. I just like I said, you couldn't pay me. I don't I don't understand I what I don't understand the strategy you're considering. The money actually does come from Tesla, right? right. And so and you have Twitter, as you said, sucking all the oxygen out of the room. When and you've got Mastodon, 180,000 people joined something called Mastodon in one day last week. Um, another, uh, something called Post has 180,000 people on its wait list. 20 people, 20,000 people had been invited to join, 16,000 have activated. So you have smart people on Twitter who are talking about where are we gonna go and continue this conversation? Point. Because this noise here on Twitter is not good anymore. Well, that's the point because everyone says, oh, but Twitter can't go away, it's too big to fail. But that's not true because there, someone will come in Right. Mastodon and Post. Yeah. A lot but of people is, are going to them. Is Twitter too big? I mean, I don't my think parents so. don't even, they're like, why do you keep talking about Twitter and Elon Musk and Twitter? Come like, here. Who, who, why are you talking about this? Because it's, <laughs> it's. My parents <laughs> are like, he makes electric cars. What are you, why are you talking? What, what okay. is this Twitter? I'm the Twitter user who, at yeah, the table <laughs> is going to be like, okay, but I love I use Twitter it and I think it's really, really functional. But do you go but. someplace else? Are I don't you know. seeing people Donnie's go Donnie's trying else? to get me to sign up for Mastodon, so we'll see. Really? What's important? As we should point out, it's, a, it's an important news aggregate, but it's also yep. important for people who live in places where there's not a free media. Agree. Where restrictions like Iran yeah. and such. Oh, it's a game changer in right. some of these in some of these uh, in some of these places. You're absolutely right. But someone will pick up the slack, right? The vacuum. If there's a vacuum, there'll be other platforms where people can go to, like you guys said, Mastodon or whatever. But you know, Caitlin, it's going to be tough for her to <laughs> get off of Twitter. I'm not paying eight bucks a month. Or a blue check. I wish I could quit you. That's what she's saying about Twitter. <laughs> Christine Robbins. Just tell me we what don't I want need to quit know. you. Would but... you be my filter? <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll give you a heads up. Thank you. All right, thanks so much.